Hi, this is Patty, and thank you for listening to this previously recorded episode of GalaxyCon Live. We'd also like to invite you to check out our other shows, Rock Around the Ring, featuring music and wrestling guests, and GalaxyCon Talks Comics, all of which are available now on Facebook, YouTube, and anywhere else fine podcasts are available. Welcome, friends and fans, to another episode of GalaxyCon Live, where we are bringing the convention experience directly to you. And today, we'll be visiting the Planetary Union of the 25th century with five members of the cast of the Orville. So without further ado, let's meet our guests. First, he is an actor and singer whose credits include Justified, Critters, and American Dad. Today, he joins us to discuss the role of Lieutenant Gordon Malloy. Please welcome Scott Grimes. What's up, everybody? Scotty Grimes here. Thanks for having me. This is awesome. Good to have you here, boss. How are things in your part of the world? Things are great. Things are terrific. You know, I got my kids. I got my family. So I'm protected and I hope everybody out there is safe and uh, miss you all. Amen to that. Yeah. Our, our next guest, he is an actor, writer, and musician whose credits include The Cleveland Show, Lego, Marvel, and American Dead. Today, he joins us to talk about his performance as Lieutenant Commander John Lamar. Please welcome Jay Lee. I'm going to do a spin. Oh, I was going to do a spin. Yeah, oh. That's why I did the spin. Spin. Darn it. What's up, everybody? Welcome, <laughs> and thank you for having me. Boom. Oh, thank you for having us here, boss. Is everything all right in your part of the world? Thankfully, I'm good. I'm just living in the back of Scotty's house, and he's feeding yep. me. And uh, yeah. Oh, man. okay. Let miss you, buddy. Stay there. It's gonna be a great day. Gonna all be right. Yeah. Oh man, just uh, you think he'd give you the good good Wi-Fi in that case? Yeah. All right. I thought you were gonna say the good wife. I'm like, nope. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next, she is an actress, voice artist, model, and beauty queen whose body work includes X-Men 2, Martial Law, Warehouse 13, and Phineas and Ferb. Today, she joins us to talk about the role of Union Admiral Ozawa. Please welcome Kelly Hu. Hey! hey. How are ya? Oh, you're so good. How are you today, my dear? I'm good. I have no children. I'm fine. <laughs> Living the dream. Well, if you ever need any, Kelly, I, I'm totally the guy. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Sorry, yeah. I'll keep it clean. I'll keep it clean, pal. <laughs> uh, next, he is an actor whose roles include the National Theater's productions of War Horse and One Man, Two Governors. Today, he is here to talk about the role of science and engineering officer Isaac. Please welcome Mark Jackson. How do we, Marky? Oh. oh. <laughs> Hi, everybody. That was funny, dude. Oh, that was so good. Uh, that's that like good. the best session we've had yet. <laughs> You're very smart. Uh, and how are you doing, Mark, in your part of the world? I'm good. I'm up in the Big Bear Mountains for like a week oh, away. Cool. So Ooh, I'm coming nice. to you from an alpine forest. It's cool. Oh. We had we had Brent Spiner waiting just in case you weren't ready, so don't worry about it. <laughs> that guy's after all my gigs. <laughs> uh, next, he's an actor whose roles include Shameless, Dexter, Axel, and Minion from Twisted Metal 2, one of my all-time favorites, and an Emmy Award-winning performance in Animated Tales of the World. Today, here to discuss this role of Lieutenant Commander Boris, please welcome Peter Macon. Uh, oh, boy. Uh, <laughs> hey, Scotty. Pay the yeah. goddamn light bill. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Peter, I'll see you soon, buddy. I'll see you soon. Keep it down. Okay. Keep it down. God, try to... God, quiet. Hey, what's up, y'all? <laughs> uh, yeah, we're all in a compound. Pre-COVID, you know, they, like, decided to quarantine us in trailers, and so we're actually living all together, and I'm upstairs. You guys, really? Friday, Saturday, Saturday Sunday, every night party? Can we, right, come on, keep, right. like, 
I got, I'm so, going to get the broom. I don't know if that looks like a broom. I, that's not how I use brooms, but whatever. Yeah, I know. That's okay. Yeah, I know you don't use brooms. Is that what they're calling it now? Yeah. <laughs> so you're all in the same compound. So season three takes place all in one room. Is that what um, I'm getting? That's basically now. what's happening. All right. Yeah. Well, yeah, spoilers, folks. But uh, okay. Thank you all for coming. And uh, thank you for spending this time with us today. And thank you for being part of the show. This has really, it's really resonated with fans. And it's, it, I really enjoy the show because it's it's made comedy fans into sci-fi fans and it's made some sci-fi guys get reinterested in comedy again. And you you guys and the and the, the writing team, the producers, you all found the sweet spot. And thank you. I I am an Orville fan and and you guys have knocked it out of the park. Thank you. Thank I mean thank you. It was tough, you know. I remember that first year, and you guys will agree. Except for Seth, nobody really knew what the show was was going to be. We were because he was he was listening to Fox, and Fox wanted it to be funny. But Seth really eventually was like, you know, holding up. He was like, "I'm going to end up doing the show I want to do," and it gradually got there. So when we showed up, I think it was midway through the second season, we had to give up some fun stuff. Go like, "Oh, yeah. I used to love doing that or exaggerating that," but we wanted to do what Seth wanted to do for the show, and so it took a little bit of compromise on both sides. But I'm with you, I like where it is now. Yeah, I feel like the the comedy is curing. You know what I mean? It's like we kind of sort of laid out the the primer, you know, the, with the first season and like you know not knowing where it's going to go, and then like you know the relationships developing and like so I feel like the comedy is much more sophisticated. You know what I mean? And and much more earned because it's like the the, the and it keeps the stakes are really high, and so the comedy. You know, you have to. Laugh. I mean, it's like we have, like right now, we have to laugh to keep from fucking crying right now. And so you know, yeah. I mean, I feel like it, yeah. mimic, it mimics, you know, life. That that level of you know, it's not just a yuck fest. You know, like the the jokes are are it's cathartic. You know, almost you know. So yeah. um, level like this, the, the the humor is very sophisticated. It's grown, you know, um, and that's been great. From my own perspective, it definitely seemed like first season was yeah. I felt like that Fox was saying, "Well, you're Seth MacFarlane, so we want a Seth MacFarlane show in space." And I definitely, from everything I've read about Seth, is that he wanted to do. He wanted to do like a, a sci-fi show and and really go in that direction. And it's again, seems like that that balance. Uh, you guys absolutely found it. What I'd love to hear is how you all got on the show initially. Bugs, got yeah, bugs. Jake, uh, that's it. Scott, there's the a, you got to put the lid on the compost pile. Sorry, sorry. Well, at least so I have a compost a, pile. Well, I there's know. a there's a net there's a net that has been <laughs> bugging me for three days straight. Really. That, you keep a nasty house. That's that's no. That's, <laughs> I can always get blamed on me, man. <laughs> I'm gonna get him. I'm gonna get him. So if you guys see me doing this, yeah, you have. If you see, okay. If you see me doing this, it's just that I'm gonna get three him. days. Nets only live eighteen hours, bro. Just, just so you know, like. Okay. Everybody in the chat room, start a betting pool now as to when you yeah. think that Jay will uh, slay the net. <laughs> Wait, you got to get it with chopsticks. <laughs> it doesn't count unless you get it with chopsticks. To answer your question, because this crowd can go off, man. I forgot this, 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 is, this is your show. Yeah. Uh, I'm, you, I'm just I'll the leader. You, You're the chef. I'll, I'll tell you my side of it because it uh, has to do with Jay Lee as well. I had known Seth for many years before I had even done American Dad with him. Uh, we were friends. Jay Lee, um, I'm not going to tell you you're part of it, but... 
uh, when Seth, he, for years, he would tell me about this idea he had for uh, this science fiction show. And I would sit there and go, okay, whatever. You'll probably get Giovanni Ribisi or whoever else. You're not going to hire me. And he kept his promise for, for all those years. And I did have to go in and do a thing with him, like a chemistry read. Just Seth and I in front of a camera, not even in front of people, which really made it great. And Jay Lee was there that day as well, doing your chemistry read with Seth. And so he put Jay Lee in with me. Just, I don't even think that was planned, was it, buddy? I mean, they might have planned it. They might have planned it. I, they, I think, I think they, I think they had it planned. But yeah, it was great to be there at the same time with you because it took. You know, those things are nervous, man. These tests are very, very scary and nervous. And for me, that was my first test ever. What? So, yeah, that was my that Orville is my first on camera television credit. Wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's how I clap. That's what I look like in the room. No. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry, you go, buddy. But you tell them your thing real quick about working. I mean, people know this, but how you? Well, yeah, I mean, that. this is this is this is sort of a known thing. But I used to work as the receptionist at uh, Family Guy and American Dad, which is where I met Seth initially, and that's where I met Scotty, and you know, plenty of people. So it was good to already have that relationship with Scotty, and you know, Seth wrote these parts with us in mind. So it just it was a lot of fun but still somewhat scary because it kind of felt like yours to lose in yeah, a weird exactly. way. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, uh, but as soon as we got in the room, I think I forgot what scene we did, but we just started riffing and going and all of a sudden it was like, Oh yeah. yeah it's a scene work. that ended up somewhere in the first season. I remember cause it was, yeah, uh, but we, oh, kept, I, we, we added to it. But, but I did have to hump. Uh, so my audition scene was humping the statue. So oh, I was right. literally <laughs> in the room, like humping a chair, and it was very weird. He liked your moves. You give good. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's about to. Yeah. You see what happened. I almost died for it. So I'm going to add, I'm going to add to your question. If you don't mind, this question is from Mark. Mark, when you went in, right, you went in in England, you're Mark, right? Yeah. There, yeah. Um, <laughs> you went in England. Yeah, was- My question for you that I don't think I've ever asked you is when you auditioned, was there anything did it describe how he, or did you come up with all that, those physicalities for Isaac yourself? So, yeah, I auditioned in London. And in fact, I ended up coming over here and starting the job without having met anybody on the team or any of the producers or Seth or, you know, any of you guys. Like the first time I met all of you guys was in, uh, was in the read through for the, for, for the first episode, wasn't it? With, um, uh, with John, John Harper, which was, crazy yeah no i uh i auditioned in london and did, well because we didn't know i didn't know what isaac would look like like and the cast and director didn't know what isaac would look like because obviously that was kind of all under wraps it was just uh it was just a sort of stab in the dark really and the audition was him it was isaac doing a speech at his console on the bridge and he was just talking about you know it's lots of jargon and sciencey bits and a planet over there with the population of this and the factors of the, you know, all that kind of stuff. And, and yeah, and it was just sort of getting that out. Well, you know, to your credit, to your credit, Seth told me that he closed his eyes when he was auditioning Isaacs or he would turn his back and just listen to the sort of timbre of your, of the voice, you know, cause I mean, how crazy is that to, 
Like, how much did they tell you? You know, like that they didn't tell yeah. you that your face is going to be covered and like your eyes, yeah. like anything. So, I, mean, I think the the description of the character when it came through in the audition was some sort of featureless head. I think, and, and he originally had red eyes. I think Isaac. Oh, which is quite weird to think. You know, it would have completely changed his personality, wouldn't it? As it, you know, as it does when we see evil Kalon. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. I think he just, he just, he just hit, listened to the voice. As my friend said, "Oh, great! You got your, you're going to Hollywood with a bag over your head." <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, "Yeah, yeah. I'm just going to take the Hollywood bit, mate. Just hold on to that." Strange process for me because I, I hadn't, I didn't have any contact with anybody. It was, they kept they twice the producers checked my availability for me to fly over to LA to do a, a test. I didn't know it was called a chemistry test. And and twice they were like, oh, actually, don't worry, you don't have to, it's fine. Whatever that was meaning. I yeah. think they were having loads of arguments about whether they should employ me or not. And uh, right. luckily, <laughs> luckily someone won. And they're I, still uh, they're still talking won. about it, but you know. <laughs> they are, yeah. 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 Still up in the air, pal. Uh, I'm up for it. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so Peter, how did this come about for you? Oh man, I actually had another job. You know, I was I came back from the Oregon Shakespeare Festival. I was left LA for like five years, like right when the writing, the writer strike happened, and then it went up to uh, Southern Oregon to do some Shakespeare. And came back, and I was here for about eight months, and couldn't buy a job. I couldn't, I could like an audition. I could, I mean, like I was just not booking anything. And then I, and, you know, and then things were getting dire, and. And then I got this job that was going to shoot in Botswana. And uh, my wife and I had just had our first son. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to take this newborn to Botswana and we're going to go live in Botswana and I'm going to do this job for Amazon, which never, it didn't actually, um, haven't seen the light of day. But, and so and I was very happy about this job. And then so my manager was like, you got to go audition for this, you know, Seth MacFarlane, you know, science fiction show. And I'm like, family guy, God, come on. Like, no, I'm going to go do, you know, and, and she's like, no, but you have to do it. You have to do it. And I'm like, but I already have a job. And so, and, you know, I auditioned and then for like two weeks, it was like radio silence. And I'm like, you're going to fuck around and make me lose both these jobs. I'm going to have no job. And so then I went in and I, you know, read for... Uh, the casting uh, director, and then a couple days later, went in and for a test, which was my first test. I've never tested, and like that, you sign your life away, and you like, and you know, no, this is my second test. You know, and so you sign, you do all, you see all the numbers, and you see everything, and then you don't get the job, or you you see all these numbers, and you sign, you're like, what did I sign? I don't know. And then like, you, so I was at a a party later that night, and Seth texted me, and I'm like. Well, like, oh, you get my number. I'm like, oh, you're Seth. Probably. He texted me. He was like, "Did you no. give Seth MacFarlane my number?" Standing there with my manager, I'm like, "What the hell?" And you know, he, he which is, I was just like, "Wow, this is really cool." He he's like, "I just want to be the first to let you know uh, we're really happy, you know, to welcome you on board." And that was the first that I found out that I got the job. You know, and, oh, and so cool. I don't know. Did I ever tell you I was I was out with? I was out with him when he texted you. What? <laughs> what? Are you kidding? Yeah, I, it was either it was either when he had either I think he had just finished texting with you, or he huh. was a. I think he had just finished because I met up with him and he goes, "Yeah, there's this guy Peter Macon. He was Bordis, 
And mind you, there was no design for Bordis, so I didn't really know right. what that no, meant. Yeah. But he pulled your yeah. picture up, and so yeah, we were at um the, the Montage the Hotel over there having a drink or something. And that worked. That's yeah, but I, I I don't think I ever told you that. I no. just remember that. Yeah. <laughs> No, yeah. that's cool. I saved the picture. I was just like, this is so crazy. And then, and but this is cool because it was a, it was a birthday party for one of my really good friends. And I got to share that, you know, somebody took a picture of me, you know, sharing the text and it was just, it was so personable. Uh-huh. It was, it was mad. Yeah. Cool. So game changer though. It did change my whole everything. Cause I was yeah. really stressing out. I know, um, I know we have other questions, but I wanted to ask Kelly something real quick. Please. You Kelly to me had to do one of the hardest things I've ever seen, which is this one scene where you were walking down the hall. Oh, you stop. Ma- That's no. my worst nightmare. Why no, no. do you bring that up? Just, here's why I'm bringing it up. I'm bringing <laughs> up. Here's, why. here's why I'm bringing it up. Because one, it was the hardest things I've ever seen someone have to do because it's a speech, guys. It's like a fucking page and a half speech that she's saying. And then set the sides to do it all in one shot. The only reason I'm bringing it up is I said, I hope you didn't have to audition with that because that would have- No, are you kidding? I would never have gotten hired. That was my absolute you were worst great. nightmare. No, you were great. No, I've never was, seen I'm, I'm I, I literally had an anxiety attack from that. Oh my God. Like my yeah, heart was amazing. racing. I couldn't, yeah. It was the worst scene that I had ever had to shoot in my but life. You killed it though is what I'm saying. It was amazing. And I was like, Thank I'm so you. glad I don't have to do that. And I'd watch you walk by going, oh my God. I did it like, so I don't know, 500 times. I could not get the words out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, was, it was terrible. It was really right. hard. So Kelly, what how what was the your casting process like? Well, I'm just a guest star, so I I don't have no. to go through as much as these guys. But I do remember that they were looking for an older character, an older woman, and so I I literally took some like silver marky marker and I, I I made silver like streaks in my hair to make myself look well. You know, I actually have white hair now. I'm letting it grow out. But I, it looks so I, good. I accentuated my actual white hair that was dyed black. And yeah, and and I I, I made myself look older for you know for the for the audition. Nice. And it worked. Yeah. Obviously, obviously. Uh, real quick, Peter, uh, did they tell you it was going to be a makeup role? And yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. But I mean, the the character the character description was that they were like lava rocks. And and so all I my only frame of reference was like the thing from Fantastic Four, and you know yeah, but they didn't they didn't tell me that I'd have ants crawling around in my head at Dude. one day, or they you know two hours of, <laughs> two hours in makeup and an hour out of makeup, um, or that I would get you know like bags on top of bags or scared never take no, but you know what here's the deal I love I love I love you know except for when it's hot it gets it's it gets really <laughs> not yeah. fun. But does it stink in that thing? I don't it smell must it. Really smell bad. I, I, I can't smell it. It's like, can you can you smell your own nose? I don't know. Uh, we go up. We go up behind him all the time and kind of tap the top of his head. I never. And we give him hard. I never smelled anything bad. With Febreze, <laughs> just like the, the ants. Yeah. The ants, man. That just always sticks right here in my throat when I think oh, about it. No. Oof. Well, you guys, you guys are always like putting like drier sheets and for breezing me i i don't i just i, I maybe it smells bad i don't know but, it doesn't it doesn't anyway, no it's it's cool i love it though i love it it's freeing because it's incredibly limited and so i know what my parameters are so, well yeah. how many permutations of the design did they go through or is it kind um, of the same two, two? no 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 at the very beginning the they they when we shot the pilot if you go back and you look like the nose got smaller 
um, his nose, Bordas's nose is smaller, and they did some some other stuff in the forehead ridges, you know, and that's just that just shows you how much uh, Seth is paying attention to all that stuff, you know what I mean? So, and then you know, makeup, yeah. So it, it went through a lot of, of 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 stages to get to where it is now, but yeah, like the main change is the nose got smaller, but yeah. <laughs> It's no. Hollywood. And, and yeah, Mark. Right. <laughs> I got no, Mike Jackson. Surgery. <laughs> no, it's too big. It's just too African. The nose is just. It just so, so. <laughs> and Mark, you may not be in, uh, you may not be in makeup, but you're certainly in a complete costume. How's that experience been for you? Well, yeah. I mean, as Peter says, it's strangely freeing. You know, you don't, I mean, the majority of the time I do play him as a robot. I, I, I did play him as a human in season two as well which is really fun so i got to play mm -hmm. around with the kind of yeah what that would be like be little, um, yeah yeah it's 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 it is it's incredibly freeing in the sense that you know we're always so aware of our our faces and like of being watched i mean it's it's literally the job description so no surprises there but if you do get to play a role where you're kind of disguised or covered or you know, not not you don't look like you normally do. It's it's strangely liberating, and you know I can have a yawn on the stair and you know do what I want with my face, really, which is lovely. Right in the middle of the scene, it's great. What are you doing, Scott? What was that? Keep it down, Scott. I'm trying to do a freaking conviction. <laughs> I have um, a question for yeah. Mark. Mark. Okay. Are you wearing pants or are you in your underwear? Because I see your knees. Okay, he got shorts. Hello. Yeah. Ooh, Mark, nice. They need to be featuring your legs on that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we need more uh, ratings. Put on Mark's. Take off Mark's pants. <laughs> Let him walk around. Yeah, why not? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Our producer let me know that we've got some questions from the audience. So let's go ahead and switch over them. And I'll ask you. Yes, we can. Okay, good. Because I. Oh, yeah. look. Okay. And this one comes from Sydney. And she wants to know how many takes does it typically take as it looks like everyone is having a blast? Ask Mr. Owl a one, <laughs> two, three. 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 So what, if the question is, how many takes does it typically take? In my case? <laughs> no, it, Sometimes we get stuck in the weeds. Again, again, okay, again, again. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Again. You know, Sorry, again. Sorry, guys. Again, again. <laughs> Everyone. Story of my life. Not, no, but not just yours. I mean, how many times have we all been stuck in the weeds? And you're just like, oh, man. Yeah. Here Seth, we go. Seth, Here we go. Seth has this ear, as we all know. Obviously, he grew up doing voices. But he doesn't only have it for himself. He has this kind of graph, how he hears your line being said. Now, what you can do is you can do it better than what's in his graph, and he won't mess with you. If you do it a little less, he'll tweak you and say, so you do as many takes as when he gets to what he wants. Am I wrong, guys? No. It's like a, it's like a score. It really, yeah. Right. Yes. Mm. yeah. It is like a score. Um, and even for him. It's usually at least, at least three because they always – they always want to have like three in the can, don't they? Yeah. For for, yeah. for me, for me, it's one. For me, one. The answer is one. For you, it's one. What <laughs> <laughs> well, take it? Now you're a king amongst men, Ajay. One time. 
<laughs> One take, Jay Lee. All right. All don't right, Cindy. Him, We're not ready yet. We're not ready. Call, don't call him until we're ready. Don't call him. <laughs> I walk in. He's only going to drill one time. He's out. He's out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I actually did have enough. a one Okay. I don't know if any of you guys have, but I did, I did a one I got a one Did anybody get a one under their belt? I have, okay. yeah. I've done a one Yeah. You don't count because you just go and do ADR anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, that's nice. That's nice. But true. Inspired. Uh oh. Uh oh. <laughs> uh, Sydney, thank you for that one. That was a good one. Okay, what do we have next? From Alyssa Victoria Parker, were you already a sci fi fan prior to Orville? And if so, of what? Yes. Uh, Space 1999. Ooh, you sir, a man of taste. Yeah. yeah, I have to say, I I I hated Star Trek, like the William Shatner season, like the the, the TV show. And I tell you why, because my dad loved it. And when my dad was watching a program that he liked, you couldn't basically walk in the house. Like you <laughs> couldn't, like you couldn't leave. You couldn't. You you had to stay where you were. And for that hour, I was like, I fucking hate this stupid ass show that he's watching because I, I can't get back to watch my programs. But like Buck Rogers, Blade yeah. Runner, like uh, what was the old school like uh, giant robot? Like uh, like what was it? What was it? The the family of robots it was a mother, it was a father, mother, and the and the and the kid, and they were mighty robots. And they were like the the little Japanese boy had a whistle for each one of them, and uh, I think it was giant robots. I don't know. Anyway, Voltron. Voltron was <laughs> Thundercats, but science fiction, early old school science fiction, um, Doctor Who, which I never understood. I would just like turn on PBS and be like, what is this strange it's British the accents. shit? Well, it was that and it was like, <laughs> booth and like the weird, you know. I did an episode of Star Trek The Next Generation. You did? And but wait for so and i they called me after i finished it and they said look that we we went over on the edit and we have to cut you do you still want credit and they i said yes i'd want a credit and so as the years went by before they came out with dvds that had extra footage of things on it i would lie my ass off and say Oh yeah, I had this whole storyline where we went into the holodeck with these girls and we da 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 da. And then so I've been telling this story for 15, 20 years about this thing that was cut until they came out with the actual like extra footage where I'm in a scene and a half. And one of the scenes you see the back of my head is in the background of the bar while Whoopi Goldberg's talking. So there you go. Don't lie about that shit because it'll come out and bite you in the ass years later. I have to say, when I first moved to Los Angeles, what, like 30-something years ago, there was no internet and people, there was no IMDb. I lied about my first resume. Like, I had done one show and everything else was a lie. Because back then, you couldn't look things up. There was Mm -hmm. no way to confirm whether or not it was true. Otherwise, I would never have worked. Back in the days of uh, I would never have worked. The Thomas oh, fam- family ties, Soul Street Blues, nice. No, there's no <laughs> way. There's no way you were Miss Hawaii teen. <laughs> look it up. Look, look it up. It says it back of the Thomas guy. That's what. It is. <laughs> <laughs> remember that shit? I remember first moving here in the damn Thomas guy. Was oh like, my god, I couldn't look. understand it. I got to pull Mine over. Mine was all ripped up. Pages. No, all I had it. Yeah. 
I had the Atlas. I had the big man. Like, I had the whole Atlas. Oh like, yeah, man. Pages. With the with the pages that you could mark, uh, they were like uh, plastic so that you yep. could like draw oh. your little. <laughs> yeah. well, I didn't have that. That sounded. That sounds good. I didn't oh that. yeah. They just hey, Shadow, we should get an old tool. Let's uh, get it. I'll get one. I'll pick one up tonight. tonight. <laughs> Can you keep it down? I'm trying to do some Peter, in here. Hey, Thomas guide tonight, buddy. Okay. Alyssa, thank you. That was a fun one. Okay. From Christy, what do you have in common with the character you portray? <laughs> White hair. I will say, <laughs> I will say I think Seth it definitely in my case I was not hired to stretch the my acting abilities much. I think that we had fun together, we we laughed together in real life, we drink together in real life and that was that would be when you think of like oh do I have a funny friend who drinks a lot? Scotty. I mean that was this that's that's what it was. Guaranteed. So Yes, would be my mine answer. is uh would definitely be Boone. He wrote because I act well, I get it from my dad. So if you see a, some people, you know, know me. If you see an old black man walk in the background, that's Goody Lee. Um, that's my father. Yeah. And my oh, dad boy. always says <laughs> boom. And it and it can mean a million different things. So he could say, Oh, you're doing a virtual convention and you're talking to yourself with people. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll say, you know, hey, man, you know, I talked to your mama, you know, she said hi, and, you know, boom. So I don't know what that means. But so in the script, <laughs> the first thing I say in one of my first lines to Seth in that pilot is, you know, can I have soda on the bridge? And then I say, all right, boom. So I think he, he definitely tried to write some of our own personality in it. But I found playing John, John is much more observant and sort of takes it in before he responds than I think I am, Jay Lee. But John is very sort of, and, and, and this is sort of how the character evolved a little bit, but he's much more observant, uh, won't get involved unless he is asked, right? And, and also he's black. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I will say this too. I don't think they knew I had this many tattoos. So there's some stuff where I have my shirt off and you know, like they gotta cover your tats up. And uh, I, I don't know if John Lamar is a tatted person, but Jay Lee has some tats. Yes. <laughs> I didn't know Boom came from your dad. That's really cool. Yeah, when you when you see this old black man walk out and he's like, Who the fuck are you talking to? Boom. Boom. And um goes dynamite. I'm exactly like <laughs> or is in that I'm super super judgy. Uh, no, no, that's not, you know actually I think we have this thing that what did Jay Lee this guy started like oh Peter like, making Peter making Peter making Peter's like <laughs> and most well you know when they when they let me out they don't they don't let me out of the attic uh, very much just just to you know get some vitamin D and fresh air. Sometimes I pick my vegetables that are growing, my tomatoes in the backyard. But most of the time, I'm just, you know. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> so, nothing like. Kelly, did you say creepy? Yes. Yep, that is it. 
Oh my God. <laughs> Here it is. You got it. You got it. I got it. <laughs> and 34 minutes and 36 seconds. Time wow. <laughs> flies when you just. Uh, when you got to use the bathroom. Okay. Uh, oh, I got a, I got a bucket right here, and I'm gonna dump it down that hole that's in the corner that you don't know about. Like, so you get that 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 smell. That's like, it's let like, me say something. Let me right. say something for all, the, for all the actors watching. This is the problem when you start a bit with this group. Can't stop. Because oh. we, we will continue with the. We will commit and continue with the <laughs> bit. So yep. we're in. Until yeah. it's well, well, if it's not funny, we'll continue till it's funny. But then we'll continue till it's not funny again. Yeah, but that's where we are now. We're in that. We're totally there. Yeah, we're we're, uh, we're about seven thirty. Yeah, he's gonna come back. Yeah. Around. See, of all of that, I've become more like Isaac in my intolerance for other human beings. So, <laughs> I'm like my yes. character. Wow. <laughs> All right, so, Christy, thank you for that. And let's take another one. This comes from Jennifer. Were there any moments in the episodes that grossed you out? We had giant tarantulas on set. Oh. Uh, was it the, the nightmare episode in season one? Oh, my God. That yeah. And this guy came on and he was like, oh, uh, Crocodile Dundee, wasn't he? And he had these, yeah. like, and he crawled huge up. Huge tarantulas. That didn't weirdly gross me out, but I loved it because we were all at this conference room table. I think mostly, right? And what had to happen is we're talking, Seth being the captain right at the head of the table. And we're all, everybody knows that kind of conference room. And and the tarantula had to crawl towards Seth. I don't have a fear of, of that because later on, Gordon has to, it's supposed to fall on Gordon's face. And I actually wanted it to, I wanted to do that. He wouldn't allow it. But every time that thing got even close to walking towards Seth, Seth was like he was up and against that back wall, man. He yeah. hated that thing. Yeah. So write this stuff though. He does. That's the weird thing. That's the weird thing. I, I, I have several occasions on this show where Seth's like, "What the hell am I doing?" I'm like, "Dude, you freaking wrote it." Yeah. But, that, but that's a really good. And you know, Jay Lee is is a writer, and that's like that's saying something about somebody that's like like Steven Spielberg wrote the movie Jaws. And doesn't like to be on a freaking boat, and yet for right. five months he's on a boat. That's cool. I think that's excellent. Mm -hmm. So, but the tarantula yeah. was fun to watch. It's fun to watch people being scared of things like tarantulas and stuff. And yeah, I love it. You're muted, Peter. Oh. You're, Peter, you're yeah. muted. Is he doing no. that on purpose? I don't know. <laughs> Peter. Here we go. <laughs> no, he's really muted. It's all right. Are you oh, muted, Peter? Yeah. That's all right. Ah, yes, we got him. Yes, it worked. Ah, the muted. Ah, he wasn't muted. He nah. wasn't muted, everybody. <laughs> I got to do uh, my job. Hey, you can hey, call Mark. Out it. I gotta hey, Mark, you're muted, too. <laughs> That's some all bullshit. Ah, no way. <laughs> I see how it is. I told you they don't let me out much. And then they turn my microphone off. You know, and I ain't got nothing else to say. I am telling you, it is a miracle that you guys get anything done on set. I agree. <laughs> I agree. I agree. We figure it out. Yeah. It is, to come back to something that I want to say, it was immediate, though. Like, I've been on other shows where it takes a while, and, you know, by, by 
three years, everybody's obviously close in two years, but this was kind of oddly immediate where you, we, nobody forced it. Cause if you force it, I think it goes the other direction and you can't be close. If you're trying like the Hollywood thing to let's all get along. Right. Cause we want these, this show to go for years and years. It was just like that. And I don't know, I don't know the formula to that. I don't know why it happened. I just know it did. And it's just, it's lovely. And it's a blessing. I think everybody, I think everybody was pretty confident in who they were. Right. Right. So even though, you know, I was saying earlier, this was my first sort of TV big credit. I had done a bunch of other stuff as a writer, director of my own stuff. So I think what I found is everyone came into it, you know, with their own, like I say, confidence in themselves. And I think that helped because to be honest, Seth was really nervous about this. This is a big leap for him. Yeah. So, you know, to go from American Dad, Family Guy, Cleveland Show, Ted, to all of a sudden Cosmos, Orville, like the music, like he was really expanding. So I think for people to come in pretty solid took the ease off of him because there's a, there's a weird thing where when you see sort of your leader, like, yo, I don't know how this is going to work. It almost empowers you to do your best job to help it all out. Right. I think if mm. if he was, I think if Seth was extremely confident on what the show was going to be and how it was going to be, it would have been different. But I think knowing Seth and him being like, "Look, people might hate this. I don't know, but this is what mm-hmm. I want to do." It made it easier for us to really step in and do it. Yeah. For me at least. Yeah, I agree. Jennifer, thank you. That's a great. One. The greatest compliment I can give it is that at the end of the first season, it felt like we were a theater cast and for yeah. anyone who's involved mm. in theater it's that it's that family feeling which um i wasn't expecting to find on a tv show but it yeah it's great yeah i agree family. thank you jennifer yes and uh, i do concur the the energy you guys have on the set it definitely comes out on the other side and watching it you know one of the comfiest things about this show is just like man that that set's gotta be a riot you know? yeah and it, it is it, it's, it always helps when you like what you're doing. I'm just watching Peter. He's his own spinoff. Yeah. his own spinoff happening right now. It's great. <laughs> He's pretending yeah, you, you are muted, actually. But it's just click the icon, buddy. It says you're muted. Yeah, you actually says you're you actually muted, muted. You muted yourself. Yeah. There's a should be a little switch at the bottom there that says mute and stop. Starts with the M. There, there you, you go. go. Yeah. yeah. No. Hi. Okay. You did didn't it. do it. I didn't do it. Were you just like, let me see what this mute button does? Yeah. I, I watched it. I was like, huh? What is moot? The question is moot. The question is moot. The question is moot. I, I, I miss the shit out of you guys. I tell you, I tell you that much. Um, it's it's uh this is really just strange and bizarre. Yeah. It is. And, uh, is that your Orville hat? It oh, is. I was trying to yeah. wait. Is that season three, Jay Lee? It is. Wow. Hey, where you get that swag? Oh, hey. Yeah, I don't know. I, I took it from a PA. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because they can pay too much. Exactly. What do they need? Yeah. They, don't need they don't need hats. No, but you know what? Some of the people have way... I don't have any swag. Like, I see you got a dope t-shirt. Scotty, you got those amazing... I had those made, though. I have those made, though. I yeah. I, I took this off a cold PA on set. They were using it. Give me that cold. Wait, wow. Kelly, what would you just show? My shirt. I'm I'm making these. Oh wow. Yeah. You like them? 
I'm, love I'm starting it. my own. I'm starting my own t-shirt company because you know quarantine. Yeah, <laughs> and I may never work called? again What's after the company this. Called? It's going to be called Thirty Three Edge, and the t-shirts are in production. They got held up because of quarantine, but I'm going to yeah. start next week. Beautiful. Thirty Side note, Edge. That's can I tell cool. you? Beautiful. I totally I thought. You. I what? thought for a second. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. They were cut out. Yeah, I'm just gonna be honest because I, I yeah. love you. I'm glad you said it, Bailey, because yeah. I was gonna no, say it, but I didn't want to wow. be creepy. So I'm glad you were. <laughs> I like the detail of it. It's great. Yeah. Yay! Yeah. Yay! I mean, I'm making one like this for the guys without the heart, just the equal side. Right. And then unity and all, you know, cool, Excellent. like unified really like messages. Yeah. 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 Thank you. I'm definitely I'm gonna cut out my equal side because I want my boob. I want my life. You yeah. want your boob to be Jude, roll us another one. This one's from Jason. What was the best prank or joke so far on the set? Problem I always have with these questions is most of these pranks would be uh, kind of crass and things that we can't talk about today anymore. <laughs> yeah, I'll keep, fair, I'll keep, fair. Yeah, yeah. You know, I like to move it. Move it. Do you know any pranks, Jay? Have we done anything? I mean, we've done a lot. Of First pranks. of all, I listen, Jason. Uh, my namesake. I appreciate the question, but like I said. In order to do your takes in one take, I don't have a lot of time for pranks. You know, I like to come in prepared, hit my mark, say my words, be John Lamar, and then that's yep. it. So, yeah. you know, I'll leave this to you all. I mean, I yeah. do stupid things like I hide people's chairs or I uh, put different names on the chairs, but it's just my own stupidity. That, like, they're, okay. dumb. they're dumb high school pranks. I got one. This, this might have been a prank. This is this season from the costume department. Mm-hmm. So Scotty and I, our trailers are side by side, and you know I, I try to stay in shape and stay fit, you know. And I get to set the season, and this is after rounds of fittings and everything. And one day we're shooting, and I, I get in my trailer, I put my pants on, and they're like leggings. Like <laughs> I'm like, what is? I'm like, why are these? What is happening? I said, no, I know I didn't. I ain't been hitting it that hard. But I know I ain't, ain't yeah. that. So, but then I said, well, you know, new team, maybe this is the look, maybe this looks good on camera. So I get to set and everybody's like, the fuck, Jay? Like, what? You're passing time as hell. I, I remember like, that. Really, I remember I said, that because your legs are really tight, but it was a lot of space in the crotch area. <laughs> I'm like, this, these aren't mine. Yeah. Like, they don't fit my leg, but in here, it's just like, like parachute pants. Yeah. So, and I, I had. Yeah. Wait. <laughs> no, he's right. He's the truth. At, and at I some point, to... I go, "Hey guys, like, because people kept talking about these pants, and they're like, Jay, you know, we could, like, your pants are tight.'" And I said, "Look, man, they were in my trailer." So then, at some point, it got to the point where, like, all of a sudden, production and costume kept coming over, like, talking, like, whispering to each other, looking at my pants. So they said, "Jay, I think." You got the wrong pants. So they put Scotty's <laughs> pants in my trailer. Had on yeah. Scotty's pants. I think it was a yeah. prank by them. I probably. But like did. I said, yeah, the the cool. penis area <laughs> was like so much room, Scotty. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. All the room. EPR, I call it, man. Extra penis room. I tell board yeah. back. Classic effort. <laughs> I that where you my... uh, you stuff the dude wipes in there? Is yes. That... <laughs> I've given you dude wipes. Dude wipes. <laughs> don't you're not getting them now? Now that you yeah, I don't want to. I saved them. I do this stupid thing that this is not funny at all, but I don't know. Maybe maybe Peter knows this. Whenever there's like a lull or somebody's in a bad mood, especially like Seth, if he's in a bad place and there's an energy on the set, 
I will do the only impression that I can do, which is Harrison Ford, what he says to Gary Oldman in at the end of Air Force One. Ready? Get off my plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. It's do I sound? Good. I sound like him, right? Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Everybody hates when I do it, though. I mean, they hate it when I do it, but it's like it breaks the tension. Or causes the other thing. I don't know. Kelly, you don't know this, but this is the other thing we do. Whenever there's a lull, there there are so many of your headshots that we have on set, and we just yeah. take it out, and we all just look at it. Shut and up. Go, wow. Kelly. Yeah. Don't hey, embarrass Kelly. me. Stop it. No, you know I, I know Jay Lee enough. Jay Lee is flirting with you right now, Kelly. Am I oh, wrong? Oh, absolutely. Oh, sorry. Is, I didn't absolutely. realize. <laughs> Silly me. I thought I was flirting with Scotty. I was flirting with you when I gave you all the EPR. Yep, my EPR. <laughs> yeah. Extra penis room. Hey, I've been in yep. corny too long. I, I forgot how to do it. Yeah, yeah no, it was good. Sorry to call you out, buddy. That was. Right now, now I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. <laughs> hey, listen, everybody watching, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. That's a boy. Grisky. That's, <laughs> That's funny. That's true. That's true. Oh my goodness. I think we have time for one more question. So I'll ask you to roll us a really good one. And this comes from Heather. Oh, good so far. Yeah, oh no, that was you, Jason. Sorry. Yeah. If you could give your younger self one piece of advice, what would it be? Don't do it. Don't tell the Harrison Ford story. That would be mine. Just go back in time and not tell that one. I would say if anybody has seen DC Cab <laughs> and uh, yes, Amir, Amir, Amiri Baraka is playing this homeless guy, which is super, super ironic. And Mr. T is a cab driver and it's a great movie. But Amiri Baraka comes up to, I forget, you you, you know, you probably know this, Scotty. Who's the lead in that movie? Like, who's the, the, the DC guy? DC Cab? Yeah, the guy who's everything's happening to. Um, he's the white oh. guy that moves to DC, and he's like, you know, like anyway, you know. God, I forgot. Is it? Uh, keep talking. I'll look it up. Like okay. Judge, is it like Judge Reinhold? No, nah, no, no, no. Anyway, uh, Amir Baraka, as a homeless guy, comes up to him and he says, "Don't let your dick run your life." <laughs> <laughs> he said, "What'd you say?" He said, "I said." Don't let your dick run your life. So that's what I would say to my younger, younger self. <laughs> Can you come back and say it to my younger self too? Because I probably I did say it to your younger self. I and... my self self. Yes. <laughs> Kelly, Kelly, you said that to yourself. Right? <laughs> oh man! Not let dick run my life. Oh. <laughs> that was great. Okay, and there you go. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, so much money. <laughs> so yeah, so Adam Baldwin, that was the actor from My Bodyguard. Ah, yeah, oh, yeah. Baldwin. Yeah, hi, buddy. Hey. Say hi. Who's that? Hello. Hey. Oh, hi. <laughs> I can't hear you. What's oh, up? Okay. Jay Lee. Oh, look! Look what you're wearing. You want to say hi? Look! Look! Ah, come here. Who's wearing? Look at how cool you are! Oh, and some hand sanitizer, some and soap for the hands. So we keep it clean around here. Out of way. I think your brother's eating this. Can you? Can you? Can you <laughs> That's great. Okay. Okay. Funny. Okay. Can you, can you eat this napkin? <laughs> I can. Okay. I knew I was just watching that. Like, 
Yeah. Like, the, like the, the wasabi, when he puts the wasabi in his mouth, he goes, yeah. <laughs> that was amazing. Wait, how old is this child? This guy? He eats wasabi like nobody's business. No, I meant boy. Wow. Oh, like, oh, right. <laughs> we feed him wasabi. This is what we're doing in quarantine. We're training him. We're training him. We're getting him prepared. We're bucking up their immune system. Yes, Life is right. tough. Life is tough. Get out of here. Get scrambled. Buddy, okay. You guys, I miss you all. I really do. So I'm to jump on yeah. Peter said. I know. Come on. I really do. Okay. You need to go in there. We'll be back at work. We'll be back at work soon, we hope. Season yeah. three. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Heather, thank you for that question. GalaxyCon viewers, this has been my time with the cast of the Oroville panelists. Before we go, any final words? Season three, guys, we were halfway through. Kind yeah. of <laughs> uh, when we when this all hit, and but we were having a blast, and it's going to be the best season ever. Can't wait to get back to work. Yeah, it's going to be so good. We can't wait to get in front of your screens again or on your screen. It's such That's good stuff. So, you want to go, so, Mark, you want to go to their house and watch it with them? Is just that what you stand in front of their television. Yeah, and yeah. then yeah. they can't see it. That's strange, Mark. But okay. Seth showed us some stuff from this season, yep. some sneak preview stuff. It is absolutely beautiful. And to echo everybody, it's going to be great. And also, listen, everybody love each other. Some weird stuff happening. Everybody's stuck in the house. Yeah. Things are happening. Take this time to really love yourself, love your neighbor. Do, you know, when you get out of this place, let's be better. Do Thank better. You. Do better. Thank you, buddy. I like that. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. Uh, gentlemen and lady. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Thank our you. audience. Bye-bye, everyone. Take care, and please keep washing those hands. Wash those hands.